Thanks for listening to Leadership Level Up. I'm Brian Prairie. And I'm Dr. Jeff Williamson. I am just starting my leadership journey. And I've been guiding leaders for 30 years. Our podcast aims to shine a spotlight on outstanding leaders and provide a platform for them to describe their leadership journey and share the guiding principles that have helped them become great leaders. Welcome to Leadership Level Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Williamson, and my co-host, Brian Prairie, alongside our guest and friend, Michael Maloney, who is the CEO and Executive Director of Garden of Prayer Youth Center Yes, that is located in the Kankakee County area, and we'll learn more about that, but you've got... I think six plus locations and 75 employees serving families and young people. And so I'm so excited to, to just hear more about that. Thanks. Thanks for coming in and spending some time. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and I, I look forward to our discussion this morning. That's one of the most fun things about doing the podcast is every, every single time after it's over, we look at each other and go, that was so fun. That was so good. There were so many meaningful nuggets there, you know. Uh, so no pressure, but it, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were talking a little bit ago about the the history of your organization and where that got started. And it's a multi-generational thing. So I'd love to have you tell our listeners a little bit more about how that all began. Okay. Uh, do you want to st- want me to start from the Great Migration? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with Grandma, who had uh, something on her heart uh, uh, about a place that could become what it is today. Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, my grandparents they uh, after migrating from the South uh, from Mississippi, uh, they resided on the west side of Chicago, and um, although they enjoyed the city life, coming from uh, the rural country areas of uh, Mississippi, my grandmother always enjoyed having land. Um, so uh, the Lord impressed it upon our heart to go out and find some land because my grandmother also liked to have a big family. And she wanted her kids to be able to roam around and feel nature. Um, so she prayed and she just drove around Illinois, leaving the west side of Chicago. Uh, by the way, my grandmother did not have a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she was going road. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so uh, she she drove around uh, the Pembroke area, the Kank- rural areas of Kankakee, uh, like the Bradley and, and, and the Mantino area, the rural areas of uh, Kankakee County before uh, before. Uh, uh, like townhouses and before the urban spread. It's been a few uh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came, th- came down this far. Um, and she drove down 114. And she saw this, I believe it was a vacant farmhouse in this land. And I don't think she initially knew how much land it was at first. And the Lord said, that's it. And she was like, okay. So she went back and told my grandfather, listen, I've been driving around. Without driver's license, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been driving around, and the Lord uh, led me to this land in moments. We found our place, and I believe this is what God wants us to do: is to move out there, um, expand our family. Because although she had five children of her own, um, she also loved having. She wanted to become a foster parent, and she, and she wanted uh, kids not to have to. Uh, 
reside in this city, you know, that, that urban atmosphere uh, and wanted kids from the inner city to come out and experience something different. Um, so she found the land, told my grandfather, OK, how are we going to pay for this land? How much is the what land? do you have in mind, mom? You know, <laughs> she we she had no money. They had no money at the time. And um, so she prayed, Lord, I need five thousand dollars to put down on this piece of property. And this is what, 1968, 69, roughly. And um you know, she went to the bank the first time. No, you, you know, you got to have some collateral. Uh, you got to have a down payment. You got to have something. And she, you know, asked a few churches and the churches are like, no, you know, we got our own bills to pay. You know, so right. um, she went back to this particular uh, banker and said, listen, I have no money. But I know the Lord wants me to have this land. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, Miss Jordan? I believe in the God in you so much that I'm going to waive the down payment. And lo and behold, what she thought was just a farmhouse on a few acres was 54 acres with a farmhouse, a barn. Uh, back then we had chicken coops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, yeah. So they, they uh, moved from, uh, but by that time, they left the west side of Chicago, moved to Markham, Illinois. And then from Markham, my my grandparents came down to uh, Moments, Illinois. Yeah. Where we're yeah. there now. Quite and is, yeah. Is that the location where the, the ministry center is now or is, was it a different home and property? Is this the same one coming out of Moments? Yes, it's the same okay, one. So six six miles, seven miles east mm-hmm. on Route 114, two miles wow. from the Indiana state line. Yeah, yeah. I've driven <laughs> by that a hundred times. And so uh, that that is great, man. So I don't have to, you don't have to go very far to tell us about some important leaders and role models in your life then, because I just heard a great leadership story of your grandmother feeling, or your mother feeling like God had given her a purpose and a direction and she went and found the place in Yes. And that was what you said, 60 in the mid sixties? 69, early seventies. I was born in 19. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was born, right. yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> 19. <laughs> yeah, but I was born in 1970. And, um, you know, it was in, I want to say it was in 78. Yes, 1978 is when my mother had, my grandmother had the dream yeah. of someone praying in a garden. And from that, that's where we got the name Garden of Prayer. So, yeah, so, yeah. And at that time, um, my grandmother, she became a foster parent. And, you know, so I got plenty of aunts and uncles out there. You have quite an extended family, don't you? Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, she opened up a home and she wanted to be a safe haven, which is also the name of another that's another, that we have. that's another part of the area. Yeah. 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 So everything stems from my grandmother. And uh I've been I've been called, you know, affectionately Timothy from like Timothy from the Bible, right. where his grandmother mm-hmm. um, you know, 
his grandmother was a praying woman and taught him about the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so my grandmother and my mother are women of faith and they yes. planted that seed down in me. And then you were sent. Yes. Yeah, just yes, like yes. Timothy was sent. Yes. yes. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Cool. So you mentioned something that the, the banker had faith and trust yes. when they agreed to make a loan without the down payment of what we know today as your ministry. What besides trust and, and faith in her, what, what are some characteristics you would say, you know, her and other leaders have really good characteristics of this or that? What would be some of those examples? Uh, creativity. My grandmother was very creative, as well as my mother, on how they viewed things, you know, and, and it's, it's instilled in me not to just do the status quo, not to just do what everyone else is doing for the sake of doing it because everyone else is doing it that way, but try to find another way to do it where you have the same impact, you reach the same goal or objective, but you're just going about it a different way. Uh a more efficient way, a more effective way. However, you know, it's not necessarily saying that, you know, you try to always trying to find a shortcut, but just a, a different way to envision reaching that particular goal. Sometimes we have to work around it. You know, yes. if there's an obstacle, it's like, well, okay, we'll detour and we'll yeah. find a way around it. Right. Well, yes. your main thing is you want to serve. And that's exactly that, so if you can do that more efficiently, you can serve more. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And and that's true. You know, sometimes there are obstacles that you have to go around and it may take you a little longer. Um, and then there are some obstacles my grandmother told me just to plow right through them. <laughs> just keep on digging, right. brother. Yeah, yeah. Just plow right through them. And, and sometimes you have to plow through and sort of worry about the consequences later. And hopefully there won't be any consequences. Okay. However, because you're trying to reach your goal and your goal is, like you said, Brian, is to impact more people and have a, 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 a greater uh, effectiveness in terms of impact. You know, sometimes you just got to plow right through because you're working towards the greater good. Yeah. Stay the course comes to, as a phrase that comes to mind. Yes, right, yes, right. Yes. So you have that strong history of leadership in your own family yes. that, that has developed this ministry over the years that you now lead. Um, besides your good family and parents and uh, those kind of folks, who, who would be some others that you would say, you know, there was somebody that was a, a really good leader or really impacted me along the years, maybe even now? Uh, who would maybe some of those types of people be? Uh, my current pastor, uh, Bishop William Hudson III, he was a very young pastor. He started pastoring like, at, I want to say 11, 9 or 11. Oh, wow. And the way he carried himself, a man of integrity, and he led through relationship. You know, sometimes people, you know, they want to lead from a place of position mm -hmm. without the relationship. And because he was young, you know, the position didn't matter. So it had, he had to rely on the relationship. So learning to lead by developing a relationship through relationship building um, is something that I, I really do appreciate. And he's someone that uh, I admire in that regard. Um, so now he's a, they call him a chief prelate where there's a bunch of other bishops right. under him He's under investing in other ministry leaders. Yes, right? yes, mm -hmm. yes. And he consistently expands 
but he shows love, compassion, concern for all of those other churches and ministries that he oversees. Mm -hmm. And so because they feel that love, they go out and tell their pastor friends, hey, here's how we do it. Yes. Yeah. And that's so important. I mean, anybody that's hung around me very long and heard me say relationships are everything. Yes. And so he started there uh, and, and, led with relationship, which builds the trust, which builds, mm-hmm. like you said, integrity. Those are some great characteristics. Yes. And I love what you're talking about, how he is continuing to mentor other ministry leaders and invest in them. Because really, you know, at some point, that's all of a legacy we have is who we've invested yes. in yes. that carry on the work of the ministry, that carry on the work of whatever it is that organization is doing. I love that. And that's true. And that, and it's, and that's what my grandmother, and I'm sorry, I'm going back to my grandmother and my that's mother, okay. but that's what my grandmother did with me. She bought my first keyboard and I learned how to play the piano by ear. And from that, that has opened a lot of doors uh, for me through music as well. And then my mother, she, of course, she invested in my education uh, and then invested, me in, invested in me in terms of Uh, her trust in me to carry on the vision of Gardner Prayer Youth Center. So she incorporated at Gardner Prayer uh, started as a mission and we still have that mission uh, minded aspect of our organization. So uh, right now we supporting, I want to say three or four schools in Africa. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have that. We're very mission minded. And then um, my my mother incorporated Gardner Prayer as Gardner Prayer Youth Center in 1995. So that we, we were able to get our nonprofit status, um, charitable organization, faith based organization. That way we can start receiving, you know, funding and different grants and things of that nature. And she became a foster parent. And the the funny thing about my mother is that she's actually a registered nurse and she worked at Shapiro for she was one of their their first uh, black uh, female unit directors and her leadership style, um, which she's very meticulous and very detailed and from her. Meticulosity. <laughs> Ooh, write somebody write that down. <laughs> she uh, she rose she rose through the ranks at through the Department of Human Services and became a unit director, and um, and she learned how to manage different people, um, especially you know when you have people that. Feel as though you know, hey, I'm working here for a pension. It's it's just not from not because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. It's a paycheck, and how to how to manage those different, um, I guess, attitudes, and then those that really love working with those that uh, had developmental challenges. Um, so, and uh, again, her her ability to be detailed and meticulous is another thing that passed on to me. So I'm I'm very uh, concerned uh, with the details. Now I'm not a control freak. Okay, because I, I trust. Bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but I play I pay close attention to the to the details. Man, she sowed some good seeds in you. She sure yes, did. Yes, yeah, yes, man. yes. Oh gosh, I so love that. So it sounds like I mean, so it was grandma and then it was mom. I mean, it sounds like a very at a very young age you you kind of like did you know your path? Like did you like 
This is what I'm going to do. I really didn't. Okay. It, it's funny that you mentioned that uh, because when, after I graduated high school, you know, I said, okay, well, my grandmother was a nurse. She was a certified nurse's aide. My mother was uh, a registered nurse. I have an aunt that's a registered nurse. I have an uncle that's a registered nurse. Uh, I have another uncle that's an LPN. So I said, all right, I guess my calling is the medical field. So I tried nursing. <laughs> I enrolled in, at, at the nursing program at KCC, and it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. So I went to I went away to uh, SIU in, in Carbondale, go Salukis, and uh, I said, okay, I'm going to go into communications because I wanted to be a meteorologist. Really? I wanted to be the one on the news saying, hey, there's a storm think, front coming up. I think you can still, I think you can still do that. <laughs> Let's not give up on that. <laughs> yeah. But as I uh, started in, in that program, I realized that I was afraid to talk. <laughs> mm. Now, I'm, let me just pause there a minute. Hmm. I'm trying to soak that in. <laughs> You've overcome that, I think. Yeah, yeah. At that time, you know, lights, cameras, action, I would freeze. Uh, and that stems back and that's, that stems back to a, a Christmas speech that I gave when I was nine that I really didn't get all the way through because I froze. So, uh you know, I'm overcoming that fear now. I'm I'm currently enrolled in Toastmasters here, there so I could help improve uh, my ability to manage the butterflies that I have in my stomach, like even right now. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, get that. communications uh, and that just didn't feel right. And then, um, and so I took a couple of uh, social work classes. And I was like, okay, yeah, this this feels right. These are my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these are my people. This is where I want to go. Isn't it beautiful when you kind of feel like get that feeling? It's like I think I've landed where and I'm supposed just, to be. Just snaps into place. Like yeah. it's just so mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. I, although I wasted about a semester or two <laughs> waiting for that snap. Thing. Yeah. But yeah, but it, it was worth it was worth it. It was worth it. So oh, I like to tell people I graduated, some will come later. <laughs> You know, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so you know it it snapped. So when I when I graduated uh, out of high school, and then I started working for a, a private agency, and um, started working with kids in foster care, and then my love just grew and expounded. And then at that at that same uh, time, my mother had foster kids, um, so I had a, you know a few more brothers. Uh, to, come along in our family and just to see that love. And it, it actually the, the farmhouse that's out there that my grandmother uh, purchased, my grandparents purchased right now still used for young men. Right. And so, you know, my passion just, it just exploded from there. So when I would come home doing school break or when I would come and visit and I would go to the farm, call it the farm, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, just sitting around and talking to them young men and hearing their stories and, you know, and my wheels start to turn. Okay. How can I impact them? How can I, yeah. you know, help them reach yeah. their goals? So you're like, just, I want to be a part of this yeah, in a better, yeah. bigger way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Terrific. Well, is there any, I don't know. Is there, it's, it's cool that you mentioned Toastmasters because I'm actually thinking about doing it as well. Oh, yeah. so, so I can be, talk you know be able to talk you know better for these kind of things yeah. and in front of people because i'm getting man. i'm i'm doing those things more right. and and 
and when I'm, I don't, I don't want to get you know, like I am now. I'm getting stuck. You know? and so <laughs> I, I want to be able to do that better. So uh, other than Toastmasters, is there any, I don't know, is there any podcast you follow? Is there any books you could recommend or, or even just other people, other people that maybe kind of be like this person, I really like what they're doing or you know, what, 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 what kind of uh, gets you charged up whenever you're trying to like learn something new? Uh, well, every morning uh, when I work out, that's when I work out. <laughs> I, I generally listen to like T.D. Jakes. Oh, I love Pastor Jakes. Um, I listen to uh, Bishop Noel Jones because I, I love their vocabularies. Mm. And I love how they explain the different nuances in the scripture and how they uh, bring revelation to the word and how they apply it to, de- to, de- to today. Right. Um, so I've... I've read uh, T.D. Jakes' Don't Drop the Mic, um, Magic Johnson's 32, 32 Ways of, I Can't Remember. Uh, so I, I, a Grant Cardone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do, a, I, I love, I don't like to read, okay. but I like to listen. Okay. <laughs> so I get a lot of audio book. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way. I like to like go for a walk and throw yep. your earbuds in mm-hmm. and get you oh, go. Pastor Jakes has that voice. I could listen to him all day long, whatever he wanted to talk about. So I could see where him on an audio book would be easy. Man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Him. Uh, Kerry Newhoff, mm-hmm. who's a, a Christian uh, thought leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I do. You know, I, I have I have to find something that's going to feed that leadership uh, drive in me. And so I listen to other leaders that um, that are out there doing the work that are out there uh, creating impact, um, because that's something that that I aspire to do. Sure. So. And they can speak a good word into you by way of their book or then audio or whatever. Yeah. Just to to say, here's a couple of things I've learned along the way. And I'll often hear those and go, oh, I, I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every year I also go to the Glo- Global Leadership uh, Conference yeah. every mm-hmm. year. Do those, not miss it. Oh, yeah. Those always have some <laughs> terrific speakers. I love I've been a fan of that for many, many years, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Always absolutely. come away with something. Even if it's simple, it's just something, oh, yeah, I should be working on this, you know, yeah, and then yeah. just kind of like, yeah. it's, it's great to have those moments of just like, I don't know, like I call, like, I call it stoking the fire. Like, mm-hmm. like sometimes the fire goes down, but then like those moments like, oh, yeah, that's yes. that. And then that, yes. this yes. is why I'm doing this. Yes. Like, so it just brings our attention back to those things that yeah. matter, well, that we, are core we can, values. Being yeah. leaders, you, can, you get pulled in so many different directions. Yes. So it's it's tough. Right, right, and that's the thing. You you have to make sure you don't get pulled away from the the things that really matter. That's really core to your own personal mission. And so, and you know, I learned about mission creep like 15 years ago. Where you, hey, don't don't veer off, mm-hmm. you know, because you know we've had some people that hey, you guys need to work with adults, or you guys need to open up an outpatient um, behavioral health. C- uh, clinic for for adults and drug treatment centers for adults, and that's not our wheelhouse. Yeah. We're we want to work with the the generation that's coming right, up, right? Right. Know, so. And I affirm that absolutely. Yeah, it, it is easy because when you're doing good work with one group or one age group of people, there are the calls and the need for yes, others, but yes. it's like, we got to keep our eye on the ball. Our mission from grandma praying back yes, years ago yes. was to help young 
teens who are trying to figure a lot of things out. And yes. I, I love that so much about what you do at Garden of Prayer. So well, thanks so much for coming in and chatting with us. Uh, uh, we could keep going, but we're going to uh, wrap this episode up. And, All right. and uh, just thanks so much for your time and your heart. Uh, thank you for having me. Keep doing the things for the community that you keep doing. And oh, yes. Great yes. Job. Yes. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yep. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leadership Level Up. Please subscribe so you don't miss future conversations with great leaders. Also, be sure to follow Converge on LinkedIn, Facebook, and at Converge Group LLC on Instagram.